I'm Jason Ariola, and this is Rock Out with Your Card Out. This episode, we are talking about Airgrave. Airgrave is a vertical scrolling shooter, surprise of surprises again, that released in 1996 for the PlayStation 1 by Santos, a studio who I think we can all be forgiven for never having heard of. Uh, this was their first of two games they worked on, the other being Money Puzzle Exchanger, a puzzle game similar to Magical Drop. Uh, this was also their only game they developed on their own, as they just assisted on Money Puzzle Exchanger. After watching some footage of it, there's not a whole lot going on with this one. It's not really great looking, it isn't particularly smooth as far as the animation goes, and it doesn't really do much interesting with power-ups. The one positive I can say is when you beat the bosses, they tend to kind of fall away, like break away of sorts, um, like a crumpling as they explode. It's a halfway decent effect, making use of the PlayStation's polygons, but it's not particularly stunning or anything. It's just the only notable thing in an otherwise unremarkable game. The composer on this one is Shigenori Masako, if that name sounds familiar at all to you, and uh, for all the composers I have to look up, that name triggered something in my brain. It's because one of his early works was one of the three composers on Hot Dog Storm, which I covered back on episode 74, another uh, sort of, let's say, unremarkable uh, vertical scrolling shooter that uh, really just had its name going for it and a, and a pretty good soundtrack. Uh, Moscow's credits include Socket, a couple of Beat Mania games, Life Sign, Surgical Unit for the DS, Frogger 2, and some sound design on Radiant Historia, the original version, not the um, perfect chronology version on the 3DS. Radiant Historia was the last thing I could find that he worked on. Just for shits and giggles, I checked out the Life Sign, Surgical Unit soundtrack. He's credited as a sound technician, along with Yusuke Bitsubu. And I've said it before, I don't have the best ear when it comes to certain composer styles and sort of picking them out, but which tracks are his and which are Bitsubu's is a little obvious after listening to an Airgrave soundtrack. The more energetic, keyboard-laden music is clearly his. He could have worked on some of the other tracks, but the more energetic tracks are his for sure. Alright, um, that's enough on the history lesson, I suppose. And that's what you're here for, right? Is a history lesson in video games, not the soundtracks. No, no? Okay. Anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and move on then. So the first track we're going to be listening to is the title theme, and that is literally just a few seconds long. So, enjoy. The real thing. Yeah, see what I mean? I more or less kind of threw it in for completionist's sake. Plus, I'm thinking about doing something with that as far as the intro goes. Eventually, I probably need to change up the intro here. It's more or less been the same since I started the podcast, so yeah, maybe it's a little time for a little bit of a change. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next one, and that is Player Select.
get to pick from one of four characters, and Masako definitely makes the decision a lot more interesting than it needs to actually be. Instead of just a 30 second loop, he actually has it expand out a bit and then works the loop back in like really well. Probably way more work than was needed for this, but as someone who puts in uh, way more work than is really needed uh, for a podcast that five people listen to, I guess I feel some camaraderie with him in that. All right, we're going to go ahead and uh, enough of uh, already uh, self-deprecating here, and we're going to go ahead and move on to the first uh, the first area theme, and that is Attack on the Front Base. Listening to this thing, I, I love how it starts with a catchy little rhythm and then kind of keeps building on that throughout the whole thing. It just keeps sort of building on itself until it reaches its crescendo about like a minute and 20 in and then kind of loops back around. It really sets up a great mood for the game, that confidence building sound for the early stages that I've talked about before with shooters. And also lets you know what to expect from the rest of the soundtrack because this sound for this track in particular is pretty indicative of the rest of the soundtrack. Speaking of the rest of the soundtrack, we're going to go ahead and move on, and that is to Area 2, Seaside Base. 
That really strong keyboard lead throughout most of this is just so great. And I love that mid-90s percussion sound that really accents it very well. I think the thing I like most about this one, though, are the fake horn section and that fake uh, electric guitar sliding riff thing going on. Ugh, God, the 90s could be so damn good and awful at the same time. I think this leans more on the good side, but, you know, I guess it's up for uh, personal interpretation, if you will. All right, moving on to the next one, and that is Area 3, York City at Night. I think this kind of starts off sounding more like something you cruise along uh, a night highway to, but gets right back to the keyboard, sort of tearing it up as the lead. Um, this is definitely one of my favorites in the soundtrack. That underlying rhythm that starts at the beginning and kind of lasts throughout most of the track is a nice accent, and then I can almost see Masako sliding his fingers across the keyboard during the segment just before the loop comes back around. It's really dope, and I think this is the track that got me to say, oh yeah, we're doing this one for the show. Okay, and next up is Area 4, and that is High Up in the Sky. Oh, my God. 
I like this one too, but I can definitely see that if you're not on board with the sound of the soundtrack, it's going to start to sound a little samey. I do like the use of the strings about a quarter of the way into it. It's a nice bit of something different to break up the sort of samey sound on this one. But yeah, uh, this is where you start hearing the soundtrack and you're like, okay, this is definitely the vibe that this whole thing is going to sound like. So it's like, okay, if you if you haven't dug what we've gotten up to at this point, you can probably check out now because a lot of it's going to sound very similar. But if you're kind of feeling it like I'm feeling it, then stick around because there's a lot more of that good stuff. Okay, next up is the first boss theme. Or it's not the first boss theme. It, there's There's three boss themes. This is the first of those boss themes. There we go. The first of the boss themes. That's what I'm trying to say. Here's where I feel the soundtrack is at its weakest. It's boss themes. I just don't feel like they mesh really well at times. That weird, like, the best I can put it is like a sketching sound just feels out of place. The percussion works, the keyboards work, but that sketching sound is just, I just, it's a little off-putting, I guess. I don't think the boss themes are bad, otherwise they wouldn't be getting played here, but they just don't hit the same way as the stage themes do, really. And speaking of stage themes, we're going to go ahead and I broke up the stage themes or with the boss tracks. I didn't want to do like back to back boss tracks. So I thought, hey, let's kind of, you know, give a little break in between. So it's just like, OK, here's the weakest part of the soundtrack all back to back to back. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Next up is Area 5, Fly Over the River in the Valley.
Now, I think by now you probably know I'm a sucker for that keyboard sound that starts off the track. Just a um, little bit of a prog rocky vibe to it. It's not doing anything too different from the stuff we've heard before here, but more of the same isn't really a bad thing if you're already digging on this soundtrack, and I seriously hope you're not still listening to this if you're not, because I warned you to, like, you know, get out of here if you're not. <laughs> like, if you decide you don't like something I'm covering, feel free to nope out on the episode. You're not going to hurt my feelings. There's, you know, uh, at this point, 94 other episodes you can check out, plus bonus episodes. Now, you might be asking yourself, Jason, bonus episodes of this show? How the hell do I get those, and what are those? Well, I'm glad you asked, even though, uh, hypothetically, you maybe didn't either. Um, those bonus episodes episodes are patron exclusives so if you go to patreon.com slash games and junk and kick in three dollars a month you'll get access to those bonus episodes those bonus episodes are twice a month and are multi-hour long affairs where i cover games that came out in that half of the month that we're in most of the time sometimes i'm a few days late but you know it happens but i haven't missed a half of the month at all it's sometimes it's late but you know it's it's been there for the last like six months or whatever i've been doing these things and so I go over the games that came out in that half of the month in five-year increments going backwards. So I currently, um, the one that's going to be coming out here soon will be the first half of April for 1987, 1992, 1997, 2002, 2007, 2012, and 2017. The last one for the last half of March for those years was so long I had to split it up into two parts because the uh, file size was going you get the show at a higher quality audio rate and a catch-all fee with the other two podcasts I do, Multimedia Failure, my video game movie, movie, I almost said music, and I'm doing the music one now, the video game movie podcast I do with my friends at Cahill, friends, not fans, <laughs> I swear, I just need to go to bed, maybe. <laughs> um, my friends Vanessa Cahill and John Lucero, we watch every, nearly every video game movie ever made and then rank them against each other in a completely scientific and not arbitrarily in the least at all uh, way. It's completely scientific. I, I, As the scientist of unspecified sciences of the uh, site and everything, I, I stand by that. The other podcast is the Games Junk Game Club, where once a month we take a look at a video game and kind of do a little deep dive into it. We most of the time play through it. Sometimes it's not possible or um, just not feasible for us to try to get through it. Uh, and I do a bunch of, uh, again, uh, unspecified science as far as that stuff goes, like digging into the developers and stuff like that, like the history of the game, if you will. And if you want to kick up a little more, $5 a month will get you a shout out and thank you on the show. So there's a bunch of people who do that. So I figure while I'm doing the Patreon plug here, I might as well just do it, right? So got a shout out and thank Vanessa Cahill, John Lucero, Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, Eric, Nathan Cooper, and Michael Hughes. These are the people who, um, I don't know why they like to hear their name on the show, but hey, I appreciate it. And, you know, I... It, it's a, I don't want to say it's always been a weird tier for me because maybe it's just because my last name gets slaughtered all the time. They're just like, I don't want to hear people like mush mouth their way through my last name because, yeah, it, it's tough. I don't want to make people do that either, but yeah. For $10 a month, if you want to do that tier, you will also get to pick the topic of either this show, the Games Junk Game Club, or uh, Multimedia Failure. And for $20 a month, you get, as I mentioned, I actually, I didn't mention on the $10 and the $5 tier, but, uh, you know, everything you get on one tier, you get everything below that one as well. So if you do the $20 tier, you get everything on the 10 and the 5 and the $3 tier, basically. So everything, as you go up in tier, you also get everything or all the benefits from the previous tier. So for $20 a month, you can also be a guest on that or on whatever show you want. So if you want to talk about a composer or music 
from a soundtrack specifically for Rock Out With Your Card Out, you're more than welcome to do that with me. You are welcome to join us on Multimedia Failure. If you want to cover a movie that we haven't covered yet, that's always an option. And if you want to cover a movie, and again, this is barring that I don't already have a guest booked up for that. Um, like occasionally, there it doesn't happen too often, but occasionally it does happen. But if um, there's a movie that we've covered already and you want to get your two cents in, um, feel free to do that because we're, we're we're up for that at this point. We've there's been a few that were like you know maybe we'd like a good excuse to go and watch Street Fighter the the, uh, the movie again because it was a boy those were like Halcyon days that we didn't know were Halcyon days because man I I miss them I miss that movie. Anyway, um, also, uh, if you want to pick the uh, game that we cover for the Games Junk Game Club, you can do that and be on the show with us. Uh, Michael Hughes did that last month, and he'll be doing that at the end of this month, too. So that'll be that'll be exciting. Michael was also a guest on the previous episode of Rocket With Your Card Out. So, yeah, he's uh, he's already uh, got um, two appearances that have been put out. Uh, another one that is... Um, in the queue to go up in two weeks, I believe. And, you know, he's got the one at the end of April coming out. So that'll be, uh, that'll be, yeah, that's good stuff. And Michael, yeah, I just shout out again. I, I really appreciate it, man. It means a lot to us. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and let's move on to the next one. And that is area six sky fortress.
I think this is my second favorite one. Again, not really doing anything we haven't heard before, but just sort of like culminates into what the rest of the soundtrack has led into. It's just really damn good when it boils down to it. And I think the only thing keeping this from being my favorite is that odd little sound at some parts. Other than that, um, this is exactly where I would want this thing to go as far as sonically goes. All right, moving on. The next one is Area 7, Inside of the Sky Fortress. This one takes, um, let's say, a good long time to get going, nearly a minute, and even when it does, it does sound fairly different from the rest of the soundtrack. Almost intimidating, I guess. It's slowed down, and the deeper sounds and the deeper notes that are used really get into that vibe of being late game stuff. Uh, Sounds like shit's really getting serious in this part of the game here. Okay, um, next up is the boss 2 theme, or not boss, the second boss theme. The second of the boss themes, that's how I decided I was going to say that and already forgot. Anyway, here we go. (laughs) 
again, I feel like these boss themes are just okay. When you got the keyboard sound that I like opening this up and I'm still not digging it too much, that's probably saying something. Again, it's not bad, but it's just not quite up to the level of the rest of the soundtrack. I kind of think I can safely say this is probably my least favorite piece in this one, too. Okay, uh, moving on. The next one we're going to be listening to is Area 8, The Final Mission.
Alright, back to the quality stuff here. I like how it goes from like fairly subdued to getting a little in your face and then pulling back again. Good use of all the sound fonts we've heard throughout this thing. Um, not the strongest of tracks and, you know, hearkening back to the Area 1 theme rather. Um, I don't want to say hearkening back, maybe just reusing the Area 1 theme quite a bit. Um, you know, it's it's fine. The Area 1 theme is really good, so I mean, it's like, eh, you know, it's not a huge deal. Um, but man, that bass guitar underneath is a little farty sounding but all in all i think it's a pretty solid piece here so yeah all right we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next one and that is the last boss theme Out of the three boss themes, I'm not sure if I prefer this one or the first boss theme more. This one's frantic and does more what I would expect with the rest of the soundtrack, or based on the rest of the soundtrack, but it also doesn't feel like there's a whole lot to it. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, I dig it, but I guess I was expecting a bit more for the final boss theme. <sighs> anyway, uh, let's go ahead and let's move on to our last one, and that is the ranking theme, or just ranking. I don't know why I always have to say theme at the end of it, but yeah, here's ranking.
Nothing too crazy with this one, but I like the more morose sound added in there. Even the hand clapping thing isn't too bad. Um, definitely mid-90s synth is all get out with this one. It, I feel like, a, you know, good way to close out the game and this episode. All right, since we did most of the plugs, uh, I can kind of uh, skip out most of that stuff there. One thing I did neglect to mention as far as the Patreon rewards go is if you join our Discord, which is a public server, so you can hop on in there. Of course, you know, we're moderating it, so, you know, if uh, it gets a little wild in there... Uh, me, John, Vanessa, or Jesse will uh, will uh, swing the band hammer uh, diligently on that. But so far, it's been pretty uh, pretty not mundane, but you know, pretty simple. We're, we're pretty easygoing people there, and we try to keep things kind of chill. So yeah. Um, but if you join the Discord and do any of the tiers at Patreon, as you can do the one, three. There is a one dollar tier. You don't really get much reward outside of a different hacker alias or a. Let me rephrase this. The for every one of these tiers that I have on the Patreon set up there, you can get a different color for your hacker alias. That's what we were going with for our handles or whatever you want to call them um, on our Discord server. So, yeah, um, the Discord link is in the show notes. So you can check that out. And, yeah, for each different tier, you'll get a different color hacker alias uh, coloring thingy mabobber. Eh, boy, I'm not good at Discord, am I, obviously? Anyway, yeah, so you can check that out. And I think it's a pretty cool little reward there. This way you can kind of stand out from the crowd, if you will. <laughs> All right, I guess that is everything as far as the podcast goes. Uh, we're we're getting close to episode uh, 100 here. It's it's weird. Um, I've got something I want to do. I'm hoping it uh, doesn't fall through on me, but you know, I, I've got something kind of planned here that I, I want to get done. So I'm I'm gonna try to stretch it out to make sure that happens if I have to. So episodes might be a little more sporadic. I don't know if I get this thing lined up, I will get them pushed out as you know, as much as like two a week as I've been doing occasionally. So, but you know, bare minimum, we get like one a week out of these. So I'm, I'm going to try to push these to make sure that uh, that thing that I have lined up uh, doesn't fall through on me because I really want that to happen for my hundredth episode. Cause I think it would just be the perfect way to kickstart a, a whole new thing of, you know, going into episode 100. So yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, like, as always, just share the show, tell people you like it, tell people that, uh, you know, this is your uh, favorite gosh darn video game music podcast, or, you know, one of your favorites. I, it doesn't have to be your favorite. That's fine. I know there's a ton of them. I was completely unaware of how many there were until uh, Alex Messenger kind of uh, clued me into the fact that there's dozens and dozens of these things. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, thanks, Alex, for making me feel like a uh, big, uh, uh, small fish in a really big pond. So, yeah. But, I mean, hey, how many of those other guys have uh, two other podcasts that they do, right? Right. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. I appreciate you checking out the show, and I'll talk to you next time. Great! I knew that groove was in your heart.